Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I am your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Chris Prefontaine. Thanks for being on the show, Chris. Oh, no problem. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, Chris is an Amazon bestseller. He's a coach. He's a mentor. Uh, he's a founder of the Smart Real Estate Coach. Uh, between uh, their existing associates around the country, their own deals, they're still doing five to 10 properties every month and control always between 20 million to 30 million of real estate deals um, and on, on terms without using their own cash, credit, or signing on loans. And I'm interested in getting into that today. And uh, Chris, uh, tell us a little more about your background in real estate, how you got into real estate. Sure. So uh, I'll, I'll try to do that without dating myself too. I I, I started um, building single family homes back in early nineties, um, doing a little bit of land and a little bit of single family homes. But the cool thing was we were doing it back then on terms, even though I didn't even know us realized I was doing it back then. So we would tie up land with no money down. We would actually pre-sell a home, then we'd build it. Then all the subcontractors and the landowner would wait and then everybody get paid at the end. So we definitely did all that on terms. That was pretty cool. We bought a um, Realty Executives franchise in 1995 with the sole purpose of selling that in, in five years, which everybody said, you can't do that. You can't be a broker and you know there's nothing to sell. We did. We sold to Cobalt Banker in 2000. Um, and at, from 2000 on, we started working with uh, clients around the United States and Canada, coaching them. Mostly high earners, like a million dollars and up in real estate because that's when they start to hit, as you probably know, million dollars and up in income, you're starting to hit nuances and things that got you there that won't help you go to the next level. So we were coaching them. And then we started doing a bunch of rehabs, uh, raise the roof projects, um, condominium conversions. Those are all great from like 2000 to 2007. And then in 08, the debacle hit because we were on too many loans personally, leveraged too much personally. Uh, that really gave us a beating and a half. It took us <laughs> several years to come out of that. In the book, I write about it. Uh, so the two, the, I called the 2008 debacle. Uh, but because of that, Whitney, we have what we have now is a, a family business. And that was re-engineered totally because of what happened and, and they crashed. So, so we don't go through that again. And that is myself, my son-in-law, Zach, my son, Nick, and my daughter, Kayla, and a great support team. And, and as you mentioned in the intro, we do our own home still every single day. I think it's so important to be in the trenches if you're going to you know, be teaching people. And um, we then we teach people around the country to do the same. Now, when I say teach them, we do deals with them in different parts of the country so they're not alone. We kind of lock arms with them. Nice. So that's what we are today. That's a, that's a quick 10,000 foot view of what we're doing. <laughs> nice. So, you know, for the listener who's, who's just getting started, you know, to, when you say bound terms, you know, go into some detail of what that means. What, what, you know, you say that people hear that, but they may not really understand what you're talking about. No, I agree, actually. I say it too, too often. And I, and I tell a team that we just assume. So what that means, it, it can mean a lot of different things when people say terms, but I'll tell you what it means for us. It means that we buy only on lease purchase, owner financing, or subject to the existing loan. So those are the only three ways we buy. And when I say owner financing, let me just kind of put an explanation point on that. That also means many different things, as you know, but we do owner financing only when the property is free and clear and we can make monthly principal payments only to the owner, no interest. Every home we buy has been like that with owner financing. And so you can imagine the, the hedge against the economy you get and the massive principal reduction you get over time. And those are the three ways that we uh, are buying homes now and teaching others to do the same. 
How do, how do you convince that seller to, to do interest or no interest? Yeah, everyone asks that. Everyone says, why would a seller do any one of those things you're telling me? Yeah. Um, you know, most of them, if they're debt free, remember that they're not under any stress, right? And so usually if they needed the money, they would have already pulled it out. So there are more people that say, look, um, I'm okay with getting top dollar. I'm okay with waiting to get top dollar. So let me give you an example. We did one in Pennsylvania. I use this example a lot because this was a gentleman, did it with a student. And this was a gentleman that owned a 10 acre estate, beautiful home. His family relocated to Texas. I think it was four or five children. So he wanted to be there. And it was right before Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. And so uh, his realtor couldn't sell it for the price he wanted. We said, we'll give you the price and we'll do so by making monthly principal payments. So in their mind, they got their number and they don't care that it's going against principal. They got their number. It's, sometimes it's an ego thing. You know, they just got their goal. And then from our standpoint, it's fantastic because in his case, we bought it for like 429, 429,000. We pay 1,540 a month principal. And it just pounds down the principal quite nicely. Nice. So, you know, you, you've been in this business a long time and, and you've scaled, you've scaled in a big way. And so, you know, I felt like you could really speak to the, the people in the syndication business who are getting started and, and really want to scale, or maybe they have a few small rentals, but they're, they're looking to be more efficient, you know, and, and so maybe you could help us with, you know, helping to scale our business. What are some ways, you know, we can get started to scale like you have? Yeah. Okay. A couple things come to mind. I'll just go in order of how I, how I build. One is uh, when they're brand new, I personally think the first person to bring on the team is an executive assistant, a personal assistant. And never forget when I, when I added my first one, and this would have been like 2013 ish. Um, one of my mentors said, what are you doing? Like you're doing all this stuff yourself and spinning deals. And yeah, you're doing a lot of deals, but if you just added a person, he, he convinced me to add someone two days a week. That's it. You're talking about, you know, 13, 14, $15 an hour, two days a week. Once you do that, I don't care what level in the syndication or any other business you're in. Once you do that, you'll start to automatically find things that you shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, I call it my crap list, but I mean, you'll, they're low paying items and you'll fill that real quick and then you'll be able to scale he or her to more full time. And then the, the other way you could do it either simultaneously or in addition to that after the next step is to go ahead and use VAs, virtual assistants. Uh, we have virtual assistants that call all our calls for us. So we're only talking to people that want to talk to us. I also use a great company. I've actually become friends with the owner. I heard him on a podcast and I, and I looked him up and we've actually paid him to come in and help us personally uh, in the office here. And that is a company called Get Leverage. Um, Man, they, they, they're, they're like, I would describe them as a high-end virtual assistant company. And I go on and I post tasks, Whitney. I'm talking about anything you can think of that's legal, they do. And so high-end YouTube, uh, SEO, things like that. Low-end, just can you turn this manual out for me? Or if you look in the syndication business, maybe there's a, uh, a sponsor deck or an investment deck you want to develop. They can help you with that. The VA thing is just, I cannot overemphasize uh, that enough. Nice. And that's a company I haven't heard of. I, I actually did quite a bit of research before I hired VAs, you know, and I've got numerous that are helping me. And I would agree completely about getting that executive assistant. You know, I know once I hired somebody like that, it, like you, you want to fill up their time. So you're looking, you know, you find ways that they can do parts of your business to help you be more productive. And, and it helps you to be more productive. I mean, just instantly. Yeah, there's two things I thought of when you said that. One is, uh, think of your average deal. Now, everyone's different, right? But our average deal, we create what we call three paydays per deal. But our average deal, our, us, our, ourselves, our students vary, is around 75000 And we have students that go from forty five to 110 per deal. Well, that's a lot of money. If you could get one or two deals 
out of an of assistant helping you because you're doing what you do best, man, you just paid for your entire year and then some. And I, I would use a rule of thumb. You can do whatever you want, but I would use a rule of thumb of at least five to ten return on that on that person you're adding to your company, VA or employee. There's no reason why you can't do that. So help us to know how to find that executive assistant. You know, was it the first one that you came across or, or did they fit perfect in your company? Um, let's see. In 2013, I put an ad out that basically outlined um, obnoxiously to a T who I was looking for. So you don't get flooded because you will get flooded if you put this out. I didn't go through VAs. I local advertising. So outlining exactly what you're looking for, right down to how they handle people, how what their habits are, what software you'd like them to use. Uh, and then if you want an idea that the owner of uh, Get Leverage gave me actually, have them just do a, a simple two or three minute video. What that'll do is, and why you should hire them, because if you can pitch this, Whitney, if you're asking me to do a video, you're already dropping a large portion of people that don't have the confidence or the wherewithal to do that. Okay, great. So you just weeded out a bunch of junk and now you have whatever number left, they're going to send you a video. No, no, no resume, none of that garbage, just a two or three minute video. Why should I hire you? after you've already defined what they need and you'll find real quickly who's going to fit. That's a great idea. I've not heard that before. And I, I, I can see how that would work though. If they're not really motivated to work for you, then they're just going to delete it and move on to the next person. Yeah. And some of them don't even read it, right? So they send your resume. Okay, done. Disqualified. You didn't read what I told you to do. Very good. Very good point. Um, so, you know, then using those VAs, you know, how have you found the best way to maybe communicate with them or the best way for them to be the most efficient? Um, we're big on our culture here as a company internally with what we call a, a weekly one-on-one and what we call the big three for the goals. And so we, we treat them the same way, uh, a simple weekly meeting, if it's virtual or in-house, simple weekly meeting, defining the goals, agreeing on the goals, not dictating, agreeing on the goals to set the benchmarks. And then each week you follow up against that because they're helping you decide what the goals are. And if they're doing that, they should be held accountable to it. Simple weekly meetings. Nice. So, so you're setting goals, then you're following up later to kind of just see where you're at, if you've met the goals. And I'm sure that helps you the next week to know how to adjust. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, it's not like you're dictating because maybe the first few weeks, but over time, they're helping you as they get to know your business, decide, okay, what are these, what's our next three, what we call a big three, but what's our top three goals for the week or whatever it might be. You know, you mentioned, uh, or in your bio, you know, talked about doing five to 10 properties a month. You know, tell me how, how VAs are helping you, you know, maybe find these properties or increase your deal flow. Um, okay. So at the very beginning of the funnel, so to speak, we have virtual assistants calling in our case for sale by owners in expired listings that didn't sell in the open market. That's who they're focusing on. Uh, we've had them do other things like rental owners and things like that, you know, owners of rental property, but they do the front end of that. And then we are getting information sheets that say, you know, this guy, Whitney wants you to call him. He's all set. He's open to doing something on terms. And that way we're not wasting time. And then we have VAs at different levels of the business, like I said. So I, we might have, you might have, a, you know, four or five tasks that are bogging you down during the week that you know are low paying tasks. Well, that I'll just post on the leverage board that I use and somebody picks up the task and runs with it. And you're not worrying about that. You can just do so, so much more. So is that you know, the, the get leverage, are, are there uh, assistants that are assigned to you or is it just like a team of people who knocks out these, uh, you know, the, the tasks that you put on that board? Yeah, good question. So they have now a team all over the world, not the country. Uh, and they, whatever specialist uh, that task uh, is best suited for, they'll take it. And usually if I post something, they'll take it within, uh, sometimes it's minutes, but, but definitely within the day, somebody will take it. Uh, 
And then they'll say to you, look, Whitney, do you want this? I, I got this. I'll run with it. Or do you want to price on this first? You know, so I, I, I'm writing a book with them now, my second book. And, and so I said, look, I want a proposal. I have no idea. I've used a publisher. I want to know what you guys can do. And I know that's not directly related to everyone's business, but I'm just using that as an example. And I said, give me a proposal first. They give you a nice proposal. Then you decide if you want to do it or not. And if it's menial tasks like schedule travel, you know, just simple things, I just let them run with it. Nice. So I guess, you know, as far as in scaling now, so, you know, this, this VA is making all these phone calls for you, right? They're, they're calling all these owners or for sale by owner, you know, those types of properties, you know, what, what does that conversation look like? How, how do they know this person is, is serious about selling to be able to then go to you, you know, and say, okay, Chris, this is somebody you need to speak to. Yeah, they have a script, uh, basically asking the people if they would be open to learning how they'll get full price if they're able to uh, do something on a lease purchase or owner financing. They just want to, at that early point, gather some basic information. What are you asking? What's the motivation behind it? So that when we call, we have a clue what you know what's what's behind their thinking. Um, very very preliminary at that point. But the short answer to your question is uh, absolutely create scripts. So if it's multifamily you're going after or whatever you're going after, you just create scripts. You train them to do that. You have them record their calls so you can hear them and critique them. And then they can get better and better. We have one gentleman that's been with us almost six years now. Well, he gets what we need to do now. <laughs> we don't have to have those exchanges of audios or anything like that anymore. Nice. How do you record the calls? Uh, there's a bunch of apps. Uh, we use a, a service called No Notes, N-O-N-O-T-E-S. It records very clearly both sides. But there's a lot of apps now, as you probably know. I mean they come out more than quicker than I can find them. So just make sure you test it first. And, and if it works on your particular uh, style phone, you know, brand of phone, and then test it to make sure that both sides are clear. A lot of them don't have the other side too clear. So what about on the, the marketing side? You know, I just give us some tips as far as marketing to scale our business and, and uh, you know, maybe initially, but then also using VAs to do that. Okay. So on the marketing front, and this is an important question you asked for a lot of reasons. Uh, there's a lot of people teaching, you know, massive, massive mailings to get, to get properties. And if you're brand, if you, if you get some cash flow, great. But if you're brand new, that's not a place I would tell you to go because it's not as predictable and it's expensive. So once you get set up with cash flow and you have some deals coming in from the other sources I, I mentioned earlier, you could do some mailings. We do what's called the, the, the old style. Everybody's probably heard of it. The yellow letter it looks like a legal letter. It looks like it's handwritten. There's a service that produces those for us. All we do is buy a list for, you know, 50 to 150, maybe $200, ship it over to the company that does the letters that look like a handwritten letter that get put in a, a invitation style envelope. So it gets open all these little nuances to make sure it gets opened. Um, and these lists, Whitney, I mean, we did, we do single family, but at one point around three or four years ago, we said, you know what, let's just, let's buy some multis and let's look for multis that are debt free so we can do our financing. So we did one mailing, maybe 250 pieces, not much, bought a six unit. And we said, oh, that was good. That was easy. So let's do another one. So we mailed another one, same list, uh, and bought a, a four unit. So you can get very targeted and very niche and you can have that whole thing uh, outsourced. Nice. So where do you get a list like that? Uh, I use, there's a lot of list companies, but I use melissadata.com. I have for years, melissadata.com. Um, and then, uh, I obviously vet that, vet your service out a little bit, test them, see if the, the results are good, the returns are low. And then I should have said, when those calls come in, they're not coming into us off of those letters. That would be a nightmare. That would, <laughs> you're getting calls from realtors, irate owners. You don't want any of that. You send them to a service, the, uh, uh, an answering service. I use Pat live. Uh, they answer the calls, they have the scripts. They then produce someone that's viable that wants you to call them. 
our VA calls them, weeds them out even further, then we get them. So that's important. So the whole process takes place behind the scenes. All right. So, so then what happens? You, you know, this person has responded to your letter. They've called, they've called in, or actually your VA then, I guess, has called them, uh, you know, vetted them even further. Now, you know, now what happens? Uh, then we're on the phone, just like the earlier ones when I said to you, they call for sealed by owners and expireds. So now the letter goes out, they call a service, the service gives it to my VA, the VA calls them. Now it's back to me because now I know that's a viable lead. I mean, they've got, I've, I've now got on paper, what are they asking? What type of property? You know, why are they selling? How quick do they have to sell? Everything about it. And then I can call them. Now I'm equipped. Now I'm not taking a, a, some crazy call off the cuff to get a letter, you know? How do you use uh, social media, you know, to scale your business? Uh, we, we have not, I'll tell you, use it as, as a uh, way to scale our business. Uh, I am teaching some of our, our associates now, we call them like partners around the country to kind of become the authority in the area, um, become the authority so that when people are going to do that, they come to you. It's, I would not say it's a strategy for when you're brand new, for the same reason the mailers are not. It's going to be time sensitive and costly. But once you get yourself established, should you have a YouTube channel or a podcast, for example, that... Uh, positions you as the authority in the area or even a book, quite frankly. These are things people don't think about in the investment world. They think it's not for them. It would help you be the authority. So when they think of something, they're calling you, they're calling the expert in the area. So that's attraction marketing. So Chris, what what, um, what, what would you say is the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Um, I'd say mentors. Because I think back to the two times I got uh, beat up financially, and I said this recently, and I, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't realize that. It just clicked like within the last six months that, man, those are the times I didn't have someone I could call, lean on, ask for advice, ask for direction. So mentoring uh, by far, look, success leaves clues, right? And I don't care what niche you're in in real estate, and there's hundreds of them. There's somebody that, that not only did it, but is still doing it. That's important. So if I can go deeper, the mentoring... Find someone that's in the trenches doing what you want to do. And then lastly, you got to get along with them. I mean, you don't have to love them. They're going to mentor you, but you got to at least be able to relate to them, right? Uh, it's like in my world, I'm not so naive to think some, everyone relates to all, everyone in our family. And if they do great, if they don't, then they can find someone else. There's plenty of great people out there. Great. That's some great advice. I, I can't say that enough as far as having a mentor and just accelerating your success and help and just building your confidence because you have that person to lean on. Yeah. Um, you know, what's something you're excited about right now in your business or, you know, is it a property or is it some, something else that's happening? What, what, what's happening in your business? Uh, well, on your, on your whole, uh, thought process of scaling and all that, it would definitely be, it's a good question. It would definitely be the fact that the uh, family has grown into the different roles. So my son-in-law, Zach, for example, replaced me in the buying, does all the buying every day. My son, Nick does all the, uh, works with all the buyers. So one seller is one buyer's. Um, that's cool. And how we're able to scale that and, and build that. And, and that's the same way all of the listeners should think of their business. How can we scale to the next level? And the people you put on the bus, the people you get in your team, if they're high quality, you'll scale nicely and you have a business versus a job or, or a treadmill that you feel like you're running around in circles on. That's awesome. And uh, Chris, uh, you've been a fantastic guest today and I really appreciate your time. Would you tell the listener you know, how they can learn more about you and your company? Sure. I got a couple of things. One I mentioned to you just uh, in thinking out loud before we started talking. One is they can go and watch the free webinar. If they can put up with listen to me for 55 more minutes, then go watch the free webinar. You can get it at smartrealestatecoach.com, smartrealestatecoach.com. Uh, maybe we'll create a link specially for, you, for your audience, uh, Whitney. We can circle back on that. And then if they just mention, if they send an email to support at smartrealestatecoach.com uh, and just mention they, they were on, heard us on your show, 
uh, we'll go ahead and ship them out at the, um, the Amazon bestseller that you had um, mentioned. And we no chipping, no nothing. We won't take a credit card. Just just need your address. We'll ship it out to you. No charge. You don't have to go to Amazon for it. Wow, that's a that's a fantastic offer. So there's your free book. You know, as far as get, uh, learning how to get in the real estate business, free book that Chris is offering uh, from his team. If not, you don't even have to pay shipping. You just mentioned to them that you heard him on the show, and uh, you will get that book for free. And uh, Chris, I really appreciate you extending that to to the listeners and uh, your time today. And I hope. Uh, each of the listeners will go to the Facebook group and join so you can interact with experts like Chris and we can improve our business and grow it, scale it together. And uh, uh, thank you all. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Wendy. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.